The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's time now for A Bite of Reality, and Mark the Shark takes a bite of reality every week, and uh, certainly I think he's got plenty to talk about with the uh, what happened a week ago, or what happened this past Monday, and it's all yours, Mark. Except we're having trouble bringing you in for some reason, Mark. Um, I don't know what it is, as a matter of fact. Uh, Are we back? Yeah, we're back. All right. Okay, so, as I was saying, welcome to Bite of Reality on America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative talk shows. I'll tell you, happy Friday, everybody. Every week, I stress out about what to talk about on my show. But thank goodness the Democrats are in power, because they give me plenty to give you. And if you've been living under a rock, like certain people who are in the presidency, and are confused, shake hands with the air, shake hands with other people, forget you shake hands with other people, and constantly meeting new people that you already know. Well, let me start off my show with my favorite part of the show called Rhyme Time. It's plain as it can be when a government begins to down the road of tyranny. For when it becomes apparent that the government's out of control, it's not too long before it sends another FBI invading patrol. There are things that government does that I agree with and some that I do not. But that doesn't mean that our government, the Constitution, it should and has forgot. The governing laws that bind us to the American flag we see, the Constitution is just not some old document. It's what makes our government have some legitimacy. It's the guiding light that lets this country begin and the guidance by which we must live in order to remain that sovereign. For if we put the Constitution aside then by what laws must the government abide? The Constitution was made to make sure the government never went full crazy, and now we have the problem that America's future has become very hazy. For laws, if they are not equally enforced, gives rise to nothing but lawlessness. For the American reality, we have become divorced. It's in crisis that the Constitution must play the biggest part. It's guiding principles from we must not depart. For what's going on in this country right now should alarm every American, and this we cannot allow. Why did we get here, and how did this occur? The seven signs of sin, the loss of identity, it's all just a blur. But is it a surprise how we got here today? Because we let the liberals run this country in such a way. And now the Democrats arm the IRS. I wonder what they'll be doing When they come for you and you're under duress, they arm their agents with weapons of war, but that's okay in their minds, yet they want to take yours. What's in store? If you listen to Joe this week, perhaps it was lying 
Perhaps it was just tongue-in-cheek. Joe told us inflation across the nation this week was zero, but then that wasn't quite right. Gosh, we need Donald Trump to be a national hero. 8.5% inflation is not zero, everyone else knows. Perhaps the teleprompter went bonkers, went bonkers, and Joe Biden's thought process just froze. For with their guns drawn and threatening your life, now all you have left to defend yourself is just a knife. For they want to disarm the population and lay bare the bones of this once great nation. Where are the brighter days? Where are all those happy ways? Where are the great solutions for what troubles we face? Just another one of Joe's haze. It seems each week there's another stop on the crazy train. When the government seems to be just pissing on America and trying to tell us it's just rain. The insanity has no end, but can America break or will it bend? Never in our history has one president in office persecuted the former. If they just keep persecuting him, they might get lucky, and they possibly even might get warmer. What we are missing here is the trashing of the Constitution in order to chase down a political opponent without bringing it to a voting resolution. Lefty loons claim the raid on Mar-a-Lago was to get some nuclear docks. But perhaps all government brains and their thinking have been infected by monkeypox. What was the government? What has the government gone and done now? They currently are doing whatever they want, just like Moscow. A warrant for docks and the invasion of President Trump's home seems over the top. Except if you're Hillary, Obama, Sandy Berger. The explanation of this by Merrick Garland, it's just a complete flop. Will the Democrats ever back off this attack? Seems the Biden administration and their cronies have figured out just another hack. Chase the opponent till he wants to give up. Turn the entire government into a weapon and then get the set up. In search of a crime, they will never stop trying. Give them enough time. We already know they're extremely good at lying. They raided the president. They broke into his home. And get this, when they broke in, he wasn't even at home. They came there with their guns blazing. All 30 they went, loaded to fight, to find something of interest. They were hell-bent. Just another question I might have for the DOJ. How come they only go after Republicans and the Democrats the crimes they will never pay? The FBI broke in, and they brought their own safe cracker. Wonder if it was financed by Clinton and the Epstein's backer. So Merrick Garland comes out, gave a great short speech, for he just wanted to give some information so that we could move on and get ready to impeach. So Merrick Garland says he won't stand by when the FBI is scorned. Maybe someone should refresh his memory as to some of the false filings of affidavits, the dossier. Their integrity has already been mourned. For the FBI... The field agents, they are just great. But the leaders of the department, they have sealed their own fate. For the DOJ, to the systems of justice as they exist, so what are you going to do about it? Nothing, Merrick Garland said. He must insist. They went to a low court magistrate for the warrant, an anti-Trump activist. For the Biden executive branch, 
Even for them, that is slimy, I must insist. It wasn't a federal court district judge who signed. No, it was a lowly magistrate who it was clear Trump he had already maligned. Lefty loons want the inequality to still exist and to keep the persecution going before the election. There will be not much of a plot twist. If Trump isn't taken out before the election, Trump will be elected and he will surely start the collection. For maybe three times a charm, the Congress is hopeful still. It's their promise to their base they have to fulfill. So as we close with rhyme time this week, we have to stop and roll our eyes and do the tongue-in-cheek. Justice is supposed to be blind and not stupid instead. I postulate to you that what we knew as justice is now dead. So as we come into September, my friends, just remember the last election when the means didn't really justify the ends. The left has gone low, and they will bring you down to their level. They will then beat you with their experience. They side with the devil. Keep your guard up at all times. This is a fight to the death. Just keep on fighting to revive faith in justice and this country to your last breath. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mark, that was outstanding. And, uh, could you believe I, this whole week has been non-belief and I, I mentioned this on a, another show earlier, not today but the other day that uh, on Tuesday I had a, a an appointment with a doctor and uh, I've never been to a, a doctor's office and was sitting in the examining chair, uh, eye doctor, and uh, before he got started, we started talking politics. I've never seen that before. Never, never had it. You know where? That's a deadly combination. It is. Uh, but you know, he uh, he was going on about what we had talked about on the doctor's lounge, and we continued to talk about it. That. Our country is going socialistic, and if you listen to the uh, promo that we did right before the start of your show, talking about the Fourth Amendment, in in your short lifetime, would you ever, and in, in, in my civic classes and learning about the Constitution and so forth, would you ever have imagined anything like what happened on Monday night? I could tell you that 232 years of this country and nothing has even come close to something like this and it I don't think people realize when you talk to the general population because everybody's still trying to make a living and pay for bread that used to be two dollars now it's five dollars so they're working twice as hard and getting half so but that's okay Joe said inflation was zero this month so now we've redefined the number zero instead of eight and a half. So it just seems that if you redefine every word in the dictionary that hurts you, like recession, raid, then nothing really happened. And there's nothing to see here. It reminds me of Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun when he goes, the the building's blowing up, burning down, and he goes, nothing to see here. That's what CNN did during the BLM riots. The entire block is on fire. 
And he's going, it's a mostly peaceful protest. So you have to understand it didn't just start today. It started when Donald Trump came down that escalator in Trump Tower in New York. It started then. And it has been an ongoing progression. You know, people always talk about that slippery slope in life. Well, there's not really a slippery slope. This has been like the the fast slide. This is not even where, you know, they they asked Jean-Pierre, <laughs> Kareem yeah. Jean-Pierre. I haven't come up with a name for her yet. The prior one was Peppermint Patty from the podium. I don't have one for Jean-Pierre yet. I, I, I just can't figure out, you know, she basically has to read everything. She has prepared nothing. If she's asked a question, she was asked the question, does the White House believe that the FBI and the DOJ has been weaponized? Now, for me and you, whether you believe what she's going to say or not, that's a fairly simple question that you'd want to answer. You'd absolutely want to jump off the page, get your book closed, and stand there and look directly in the eye of the questioner and say, absolutely not. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you want to assure people that... So what does she do? Well, that that's not really a... Uh, that's an unfair question that is... Uh, uh, and then she opens up her binder and starts looking for the page that says, no. It's probably like Joe Biden and the teleprompter. The entire administration is on a teleprompter. You know, if you've ever watched old clips of Donald Trump, and I'm talking about all the clips, just not the pieces they want to pull out for the January 6th lynch mob, you can see how off the cuff he is. And granted, listen, you may not like the messenger, but the guy could speak. He had clear thoughts. He had straight sentences, and he was, you know, he was responsive to what he was asked. But this White House, for some reason, you know, Joe Biden was just in quarantine for, what, two weeks? It seemed like he's been in quarantine since he got elected. But as soon as he gets out of quarantine, you figure, okay, well, he's been working the entire time he's in quarantine. Really? So what did he do? Nothing. The same thing he's done. Listen, everybody else is doing something. Joe's doing nothing. But if you've ever tried to do nothing, that's technically trying to do something, so that's not nothing. Did you get that? So what I wanted to, to talk about a little bit this week is the tyranny. You know, I've spoken about this in the past, and it's very interesting to figure out what tyranny is. And let me give you, based on the Encyclopedia Britannica definition of tyranny, and it comes from the Greco-Roman world, where an autocratic form of government in which one individual exercised power without any legal restraint. In antiquity, the word tyrant was necessarily, well, not necessarily pejorative. It just signified that you held all the absolute power. In the modern uses, the word tyranny is usually pejorative, connotates the illegitimate possession or use of such power. For the ancient Greeks, a tyrant was not necessarily a bad ruler. And I think that's what we're getting into now, is we have where the left and the right, they see the same set of facts, but somehow their left brain and their right brain interpret things differently. And it's, it's fairly dangerous when you have that because you technically have a baseline ideology which is a dividing method of the United States. We are no longer the United States. We are the divided states. 
And this is what's going on. It's the United States is is not really, I, I would just say, a country based on classical English liberalism. We're not really a socialist country, although there are a lot of people lately in power who believe they are socialists. We believe in freedom of speech, freedom to bear arms. This is the hallmarks of what's enshrined in our Constitution. And I know that some people need to go back and reread it, especially the people who we've elected. And I think, personally, when you get elected to any office in this nation from now on, you should sit and take a class in the Constitution because they apparently have no idea what that document says. And that's the founding document of America. You know, I've had a lot of discussions with my brother, a lot of discussions, and we have yelling fights every night. He's a liberal. I'm relatively, uh, you can call me a international conservatism, uh, a conservative, but a little bit towards the liberal side on other issues. So am I middle of the road on some and a little conservative on others? But throughout the, the history of our government, we've always governed from the middle. This is the first time I think in history where each side has gone to their own corner and they basically have hardened their positions and no one's coming to the middle. And here's the big thing that, that I'm concerned about. Here is what I really see happening. And I know people are going to say this is way over the top and you're, you're thinking too hard and you're going out of control. The reality is history is full of examples of governments first disarming their systems with the promise that they will be protected by the state, only to be brutally betrayed. They disarm you, and then they betray you. Here's a little bit of a history lesson. I'm going to give you some history this year. Because they don't teach this in high school anymore. They don't tell you about it anymore. So let me give you this. In 1911, Turkish citizens were disarmed. 1.5 million Armenians were slaughtered. 1929, Russia. Citizens disarmed. 20 million Russians murdered. 1935, China disarmed. 20 million Chinese killed. 1938, Germany. Citizens disarmed. 6 million Jews killed. 6 million other people. 1956, Cambodia. Citizens disarmed. A million intellectuals killed. 1964, Guatemala. Citizens disarmed. 100,000 Mayan Indians massacred. 1970, Uganda, citizens disarmed. 300,000 Christians put to death. Do you seem to see the pattern? We are a democratic republic, which means the, the government must first manufacture consent before they can take our weapons. They don't have it. We are a civilized society, or at least we used to be. And this is something that we're missing here. We're losing our focus on our society. It's individual rights that remand us to becoming a democratic republic. We're not consumed by the masses like China. China is, the ultimate goal is one guy rules, you do what I say, if I don't like what you do, I get rid of you. Now this is what I'm trying to understand, and this is what really keeps me up at night. I'm going to come right back to this after our brief messages. Stay tuned. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. 
This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality on America's Web Radio. So right before the break, we were talking about this country is so divided at this point. There's two realities. And it's just unfortunate that what's going on right now is that people are not understanding what what tyranny is, what a government in tyrannical aspects are being shown by this government. Never before in our 232 years has the government gone after a past president. And, you know, I kind of watched from the podium. I mean, half the the stuff that I see, half the stuff, probably 90% or 97%, of the stuff that I see coming out of the press podium from the White House. I I can't believe that they are seeing and living in the same reality. You know, I'm not a big fan of the string theory of alternate realities, but this might be something that's coming around. I mean, I I see this going on, and I I just can't believe what they're talking about from the podium. So this week, first of all, what they claimed, and everybody gets the facts in the morning from the Democrat. When I say facts, it's F-A-X. They get their facts in, or they get an email and it says, use this phrase today. Because if you go to every Democratic-leaning station, every Democrat-leading news outlet, they say the same exact phrase for that day. And I'll give you an example, okay? And I, I wanted to get into it a little later, but I guess we'll jump into it now. The raid. And listen, you can call it a raid, you can call it a search, you can call it anything you want, but the fact is they raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. That's his home. And according to Merriam-Webster, a raid is a sudden invasion by officers of the law. Hmm, sounds like the definition of raid, doesn't it? Well, a hostile or predatory incursion? Yeah, pretty much sounds like a raid to me. But yet... Every one of these little wormy stations said it wasn't a raid, it was a search. Well, I'm sorry. A search is if I go into my bedroom and I'm looking for my other sock. That's a search. You know, uh, the one thing I find interesting in their searching was they went through Melania's closet and clothes and left them a shambles from what I understand. So, Well, let's be I'm honest. Just- Let's be honest. If you had the opportunity to go through Melania's closet, you would too. <laughs> <laughs> Only if she was there. But for the purposes of law enforcement, that's one of the things I'll get into now. As long as you brought it up, I'll bring it up right now. Let's get to my 
the issuance of a federal warrant. And this is what is really important. In order to get a federal warrant, okay, remember, we have that Fourth Amendment, that pesky Fourth Amendment. I know it, it really, for the Democrats, it's really hampering their efforts to arrest and prosecute Donald Trump. Because the Fourth Amendment says the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall be issued but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Well, let me give you a little bit about how they went about getting this quote-unquote warrant Probable cause is that wishy-washy thing that you throw it in the wash enough times and eventually probable cause will come out. You know, it might be a little smaller than when it went in the wash, but eventually if you keep throwing it in, it'll come back out and you'll be able to show a judge, we think that this might be there. That's probable cause enough. Now, this little, let me explain the federal judge system. There's Article 3 federal judges, which are, the actual judges of the federal court. Then there are a bunch of what what some might call the, the clerk judges of the court, or what they call magistrates. Magistrates handle what in military terms, because I know you are retired military, that hand, the magistrate handles the grunt work. They're the guys who do the little things in the case. They don't even have the power to dismiss a case. They do have the power to get discovery orders issued, which is technically what this was. So they sent off, and they went to a magistrate judge named Bruce Reinhardt out of the Southern District in, in uh, Florida. So how do we have the profile of this situation, the former president and possible president again of the United States, and think about this. A magistrate goes and signs the warrant. Doesn't go to his boss, the judge, because the magistrate's power actually emanates from the judge. He's the judge's, like if you go to the doctor's office, you talked about doctors before, he would be like the PA or the nurse. Okay? They can't do it on their own. They got to work underneath the doctor. That's the what a magistrate is. I cannot conceptually understand why something of this like incredible, incredible process of going after a former president was not taken to a federal Article Three judge. And I suspect, again, not enough information has come out here. You know, for all we know right now, they could have found him with the nuclear codes, which five seconds after he left the White House would have been useless. But hey, you know, if they could find he took a toenail clipper from the White House, they would charge him with a misdemeanor. They're looking to stop him before the election because I got to tell you, it would be worse than the slaughter of cows. It, it, they are going to take the Democrats apart. But here's the point. Why would you go to a lowly magistrate? And I say that with all due respect to the magistrates I stand before sometimes. Why wouldn't you go directly to the judge? This is a kind of an important deal. The The former president and a possible Candidate for presidency in 2024, you go to a magistrate? My sus my suspicion is that if they would have taken this to a real honorable judge, 
to the the guy who has the power, who has that reach. He would have looked at this and said, are you kidding me? Uh-uh, uh-uh, I need more than this. But what they did is they found this guy, Bruce Reinhardt, who had posts up against Trump. He was an anti-Trump. Why? Why? Because they shopped the forum and they went where they knew that they could get a warrant. Okay? So now they're saying they had a confidential informant and now there's rumors out that he had nuclear documents you know, oh my God, he's got the secret to the nuclear. Just open up the Phillips head screwdriver and push the button. You know, it's a little more complex than that. But my, my problem with this is, listen, if he had this, they would have had a proved probable cause. So they got a probable cause warrant. But it was based on what? We don't know. So Merrick Garland comes out five minutes. He gives a speech less than five minutes yesterday. And he says, I approved it. Well, you know, I heard rumors, and it was reported early on, that he didn't approve it. He didn't know. And I got to think for a second that this took place on Monday. His speech was less than four and a half minutes. What took him four days to prepare the speech? There's just something, you know, we always ask where... If you ask somebody a question and they take four minutes to give you a response, they're trying to come up with a response. They're trying to, what I always say, is manufacture the answer because they don't have it. A truth only needs to be told once. A lie needs to be rehearsed several times before it's told. So let's look at the most positive inferences we can take from the Merrick Garland, 3.05 p.m. on August 11th, his News conference. Hmm. Let's call it a news conference. He says, you know, on behalf of the Department of Justice, their reputation, whatever is left now, has been destroyed for many years to come. This is the epitome of laughable, if not so serious. I suspect that this raid was a January 6th approach. That's my personal opinion. Again, my humble opinion. This was a January 6th fishing expedition because I can tell you this. They they kept the attorneys outside. For what reason? Trump's attorneys were actually kept outside. First, they didn't want to give him a copy of the warrant. And then they finally gave him a copy of the receipt. Now, being that they were alleging all these classified documents and super secret documents, whatever he had, how is it that that list is going to show anything. It's not. It's not going to show anything. It's going to say documents related to secret of information, pile of documents, box of documents. It's ridiculous. So why did they do this in any event? This is incomprehensible to think that a sitting government of a different party attacks a former president. And most likely, as I said earlier, the future opposition candidate. Unprecedented. Unprecedented in American history. But not in Russian history, not in Venezuelan history, not in Chinese history, not in Cuban history. You got the message? Destroy your opposition by arresting him and charging him with some inconsequential made-up crime. You know what the Biden administration, their mantra is lately? If you can't beat him with ideas, have him arrested and charged with a fake crime. And then he can't run against you in an election. It'll make you look more incompetent than you actually are. And that's the problem that I'm having right here. 
they had the Secret Service on premise, right? This is not something that anybody was surprised about. Secret Service guards, it was a skeleton crew. They knew he wasn't home. They, I'm sure they knew exactly where he was at all times. So they busted in with 30 agents, air support, water support, frogmen, I'll bet. We didn't see the frogmen, but I'm sure they were there. And this is cover for the administration's failures. So where is, I want to see the supporting documents. I don't want to, I don't care about the arrest warrant or the, the seizure warrant, the search warrant, big deal. It's based on what? That's the key. The itemization, the checklist of what they took, they're certainly not going to tell you. They can't tell you, hey, we took the nuclear codes. We took the diagram of the nuclear weapons. We took the locations of our nuclear weapons. No. And listen, you say what you want about Donald Trump, whether you're left or right, but I can assure you, as long as I am breathing, he will not throw this country under the bus to any foreign nation. So that story that I heard really stunk. I can smell it from here. And they always claim to be the most transparent, the transparent administration. I'm, they're about as transparent as a brick wall. And the fact that Merrick Garland comes out and says, don't you dare question the reliability of the FBI. Well, I do have a problem with their reliability. And maybe, 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 maybe Merrick Garland needs to just sit down for a second. Maybe he suffers from the same thing that Joe Biden does. Because I got to tell you, when you watched that little brief news conference, it looked more like a hostage video. Like someone was standing behind him with a gun, the face he was making. And he was trying to stress and read the words off the teleprompter. But here's the thing that throws this whole argument out of, out of whack. He said, when possible, we try to use less obtrusive methods. Well, I pretty much saw what went on at Mar-a-Lago, the, the clips that we saw. That didn't look like less obtrusive. Where was the fact that you have Secret Service that secures the premises? Did you need to take 30 agents, air support and marine support to get into Mar-a-Lago? Did you need to do that? The clear answer is no. You did not need to do that. And why didn't you need to do that? Because no one was home. You could have done that raid with five agents, with probably two agents, quite frankly. And, and don't forget, we had to bring the safe cracker. And the concept is, this was a show. Uh, this is going to show up. Where is this going to show up? If Trump runs... And again, I'm not sure he's going to run or not going to run. I'm not privy to any special information. I wish I was, but I'm not. I couldn't tell you anyway. But to call the FBI into question, let's look at what they did. Carter Page affidavit filing false information with a FISA court. Who was held responsible? Nobody. The attorney who changed evidence. Who was held responsible? Nobody. The Hillary Clinton debacle. She had a private server with secretive documents on that server in her home. Where was the raid? I know everybody's talking. Where was the raid? Where was the raid? 
It was reported that Obama had 30 million documents that he took with him. Where was the raid? And Sandy Berger, the, the, the sock guy, he stuffed documents, docs in his socks. It could be a, it could be a Dr. Seuss book. What happened to him? Nothing. Well, he cooperated. Well, according to the reports and according to what's been going on from the Trump campaign, they said that they were, con- they were complying with what they wanted. They said the FBI came in. They said, yes, okay, we took 10 boxes. Thanks very much. If they wanted those other documents, would they not have taken them? But you see, what they did is they went in. They looked around. They saw what they wanted. And then they came back out. And why did they do that? They did that because they needed the show. They needed that big show. They wanted to come in, breach the doors, bang down the doors in their big raid with their long guns, fully automatic, ready to go. To take down who? The former president of the United States? It, it, some of the things that are going on under this is absolutely bizarre. And I think Donald Trump made a lot of mistakes, and I'll tell you why. And in my personal opinion, again, when he came into office, he knew he had a deep state. And he didn't really, I, I think, to some principles, he didn't want to really rock the boat entirely. But he should have cleaned house from the top down. He should have gotten rid of the people who were career people who were obviously biased in every respect and put their bias above the law. And again, it's not the rank and file of the FBI. They don't get to make the determination of who they raid. And when I heard from the podium, from Jean-Pierre, that the White House found out about the raid through the news reports. Okay, let me give you a, a brief breakdown of the government. President, executive branch, DOJ, executive branch reports to the president. FBI, under the DOJ, they are all responsible to the president. If the White House didn't know about the raid, who is running this country? That, to me, tells me more about what's going on in this country than anything else that I've said today. It tells me that nobody is in control, that the agencies themselves are in control. And that's not went on. That's not what's supposed to happen. The founders in us, this country were brilliant. They were not stupid. But then the people in the government at the time were brilliant. What we have now is people who are more interested in keeping their power, in getting what they can for themselves and their families, and not doing the people's business. Do you think for one second that the most important thing when I go to the supermarket, when I go to the gas station, is the January 6th? Was that an incursion? Was that a raid? Now, can we call that a raid on the Capitol? Is was that what it would be? I have a problem with vocabulary. Okay, English is my first language, despite what they told me when I went to law school. And the English language is pretty clear. If what they did yesterday, well, I should say Monday now, if they did Monday a search at Mar-a-Lago, then at the Capitol on January 6th, that was an undocumented entrance. That wasn't an insurrection. Clearly they had no plan. 
They stayed between the red little uh, <laughs> those velvet lines that they have. Most of those people. Listen, you will always have idiots in the crowd. And we have the same problem again. How much of the people in the crowd were federal undercover agents that were egging the people on? And we've never gotten the answer as to why Nancy Pelosi didn't, based on the security information she received, beef up the security around the Capitol. It's pretty clear to me. And I know I'm a conspiracy guy. I put on my tinfoil hat. That's what people will say. But let me get my tinfoil hat on. I think this was a giant setup. And they fell right into it. They knew that idiots would get to the Capitol. And they knew that idiots were annoyed. And idiots in any crowd take that crowd to the next level. The people outside didn't break into the Capitol. Most of those people who went in, went in after the idiots. And a lot of them were ushered in by the Capitol Police, which is even funnier. Not funny, but I'm talking, this is the kind of concept that we had. And they walked through. Okay? They were taking videos of themselves. So... What I'm going to do is get back to the justice versus blind and not stupid right after these messages. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand, and take back our country. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality on America's Web Radio. So right before the break, we were talking about the the concept of what they are doing in this country. And, you know, it, it made me actually think during I was listening to the commercials about the Fourth Amendment. 
and it, it made me kind of chuckle for a little bit because I watched this movie um, a couple years ago. I think it came out in 2012 called The Dictator. And I think the, the main actor was Sasha Baron Cohen. Not a big fan of his, but the movie was absolutely funny. Hello, I'm back. The Biden administration taking me down again. I don't know what happened there. That's twice already. I'm getting worried here. Uh, if I start to hear this, FBI, FBI. We're here to but help What I was you. saying is, I'm, I'm telling you, get my lawyer. Get my lawyer on the phone. So... This movie, The Dictator, I think it came out in 2012. It was with Sasha Baron Cohen. And what they did is they changed the language. And they changed positive and negative to the word Aladdin. So what they were doing is they were going around telling people, well, you're HIV Aladdin. And no one knew whether it was positive or negative. And on the gun, they would say safe and fire, but not anymore. Now it said Aladdin and Aladdin. So you get the concept of where I'm going with this, as crazy as that seems. The Biden administration has word problems. They can't define a word. For the hundreds of years that we've been in business as a country, recession has mean two negative quarters of contraction, except now under Biden. Now that's the technical definition, but it doesn't work here. Why doesn't it work here? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. This is where I'm having problems. It's they don't want to change the problem. They want to change how they tell you about the problem. They want to tell you that recession isn't a recession. That eight and a half percent inflation is zero. I've went through a lot of math and I went through a lot of things in life. And I'm pretty sure that eight and a half doesn't equal zero. I wouldn't get credit for that answer on the test. I'm pretty sure. Even in our liberal education system, and don't even get me started on that. But my concern is that these boxes that were taken out of the residence of President Trump, former, <laughs> I'll throw that in until in 2024, why weren't they allowed to observe it? Why weren't they allowed to see? That to me really smacks of suspicion, especially based on their prior activity. And again, I'm not going after the agent specifically, but if anyone thinks that there isn't bias in that agency, they need to go reread the last four years of the dossier. And they knew, see, what's not emphasized here is they knew at the beginning that the dossier was fake and they still ran with it to a magistrate or to actually that one they went to a judge on, which is pretty interesting. But you know, I want to just briefly talk about they're, they're getting into this passing the big green dream. You know, as a kid, I had the dream of winning the Stanley Cup, celebrating. But the bottom line was, I wasn't going to win the Stanley Cup. I was never going to do that. But that's pretty much what they're telling you right now. Here's this bill. We are going to hide 87, we're going to hide 87,000 more IRS agents in your government. And everything's going to be the same. 
Don't worry, America. Inflation is transitory. The IRS isn't going to target anyone under 400000 No one under 400000 is going to get a tax increase. All right. So they're 0 for 3. All right. So where are they going with this? Now, here's an idea. Take those 87 IRS, 87,000 IRS agents, $80 billion. Put that $80 billion on top of the $83 billion of weapons that we left in Afghanistan. <laughs> That's a lot of money taken out of your American pocket. I'm pretty sure if you go in there, you may just have enough to pay for your groceries next week. But the fact that things like this go on and, and you've got people like Nancy Pelosi who get before the camera and says, with a, with a straight face, well, that's probably from the plastic surgery, but you have to have a warrant. You have to have justification and confirms no one is above the law. Okay, Nancy Pelosi saying that, I'm sorry, that's probably one of the funniest things I've heard. These comedians at nighttime, they should pick up Nancy Pelosi as a comedian because she's pretty funny. I guess Paulie Pelosi doesn't count. And I guess investing in pillow talk investments when you're about to vote on a bill, that doesn't count. That's not above the law. So, you know, is the weaponization of the Department of Justice a concern? It really should be. If you think that the IRS audits aren't going to pick up for people under $100,000, guess what, folks? They're selling you the Kool-Aid, and there's not good things in that Kool-Aid at all. I'm telling you that much. you got to understand something. There's nothing like stupidity. There's nothing like idiots, because idiots are a dime a dozen. But the problem is, is that when Democratic Party, things like this go on, they'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. And that's what we're missing here. They're trashing this country. They don't like this country. They don't like the way it is. They want us to be Europe. They want us to be freezing in the winter, sweating in the summer. That's Europe. But the lack of reality and the lack of recognition is what really worries me. Give you an example, okay? I talk about two different realities. Mayor Adams, our beloved Adams. Eric Adams in New York. I see Dave, you're shaking your head. (laughs) Mayor Eric Adams and Mayor Bowser in D.C., they received 600. Now, originally, I thought Texas Governor Abbott's busing the migrants to New York. I'm sorry, migrants? No. Illegal invaders, yes. Migrants usually have a connotation that they're going to return. But they're not returning, trust me. They're coming here for a reason. They're coming to stay. So all of these sanctuary cities, they're all sanctuary cities. We're open-armed cities. Until... We start to actually get some illegal invaders. Now, what happens? Mayor Bowser's in a panic. She receives 600 persons from Texas. Oh, my God. Do we have any clue in this country that Texas receives almost 6,000 illegal invaders a day into these little border towns that maybe have 35,000, 40,000 people? New York City has allegedly 8.5 million that we know about. And they have received a couple of thousand immigrants that were sent from Texas to New York. 
and Mayor Adams is declaring a historic emergency. It's, it is great to be a sanctuary city until you have a sanctuary city that actually takes sanctuary people. Then all of a sudden, we're overrun. We need help from the federal government. Hey, welcome to the game. The Texas people have been yelling about this since Biden got in. When he trashed the border and said, everybody, come on in. We're open arms. Take your huddled masses, you know. Remember that, the huddled mass people? Well, here you go. Here's some huddled masses. Here's a few people for you to take care of. Oh, wait a second. We 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 can't do this. We need we need help. We need the federal government. Wait a second. When Texas was being piled on, that was a okay. But now they come to New York. And now you're crying. Oh my God! You think you, you think you had gotten you got one percent of what Texas has received, and you're up in arms. You can't handle it. So and you're eight and a half million worth of New York City people, or thereabouts. So, I, I, you know what? It's all well and good to be the blue sanctuary city until they start sending you the people. So, the lack of reality, what I find interesting is when you watch some of these other stations, like MSNBC, Communist News Network, CNN, they have this alternate reality that they live in. In other words, when they came out and they said, like, people like Rachel Maddow, she's supposed to be smart. <laughs> That's really concerning to me if she's allegedly smart. You could be based on smart. But she thinks that there must be something. Oh my God. And she thinks the 30 armed raiding FBI agents with fully automatic weapons busting into a secure location, which is secured by the way by the Secret Service, is not a problem. They must have done something. Well, Show me a crime and I'll find the person. That's not the way this system works. But the lack of reality and the lack of recognition of what has actually occurred and what they sanctioned under the BLM banner is just frightening to me. They talk about being, you know, they talk about doing things the right way. And it's really interesting when they, when they talk about Trump that anything he does is wrong. And like the people like Stacey Adams, she never conceded the election in Georgia. But that was okay. She thought there was fraud, but that was okay. And she thinks Georgia's the worst place to live, and that's okay. If Donald Trump would come out and say that this is a bad election, oh my God, he's out of his mind, he's crazy. This is what the problem is. And and guess what's going on, though? Here's Here's what I really want you to look up. You know, they talk about now what they're trying to do on these stations is make it look like now as a result of the raid, we need to crack down on the conservatives in this country. You know what I'm concerned about? 87,000 IRS agents attacking Republicans. They're going to be trained by the lowest learner of the IRS. Remember her? Attacking conservative organizations? Yeah. Oh, wait. No one's above the law? Well, I'm sorry. You know what, Dave? I forgot to add in Lois Lerner because nothing happened to her either. It seems that the D at the end of your name is a get-out-of-jail, get-out-of-prosecution card. And the R means heavy-handed, out-of-control, over-the-top reaction. And that's what this country is running from. 
You know, they say 71% of the country in a new poll, and I believe polls are for strippers, but what we have here, 71% of the people think the country's going in the wrong direction. And that's despite the, the left-wing media pushing that Biden's doing a great job. I listened to them this week. They said, it's amazing. It's amazing the job he's doing. Well, I'll tell you what the job he's doing. He's doubled the price of gasoline. Eight and a half percent per month inflation. People don't have a place to calm down because their home might be invaded at any point in time. But what was interesting is after the election, when it looked like Trump was going to win or when Trump was going to lose, did the liberal cities board up or did the conservative cities board up? The liberal cities boarded up. And you know why? Because the feed that they're trying to give you, if you want to eat it, the feed that they're trying to give you is that the conservatives are the violent people. Take note. The liberal cities were the ones that were burnt down with all the liberal people. That's what I have. That's what I have in front of me. That the liberals are the violent sect. The conservatives are too busy working. Okay? We want to give our government the benefit of the doubt. And I think in a lot of places and a lot of times we should give the government the benefit of the doubt. But when they conduct a violent raid like this, something like the pre-dawn raid on Monday, August 8th, that tells me that this government is out of control. It tells me that my supply chain is still broken. My gas prices are too high. And it's not a global problem. We had the problem solved under Trump. It's a Biden problem. And if you believe any different, then vote for him again. Because he's not running the country right now. But go ahead and vote for him. We'll trash the rest of the Constitution, too, while we're there. The Fourth Amendment's gone. They, they want to get rid of the First Amendment. They want to make it a crime to say something. So you know what? And real quick, Afghanistan, one year later, 168,000 people still there. Think about that as you go into next week. I want to thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have yourself a great week, and thanks for listening on America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.